Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And today we have started the holiday season watching. We started it last week too, but you know. <laughs> well, this week was supposed to be just rom com. Mm-hmm. So that's what I had picked, even though it wasn't too much rom yeah. or too much com. But y'all did all of these holiday rom coms. Mm-hmm. And then I picked others. I mean, yeah. I ended up watching some others too. And yeah. so mine was like odd man out. Well, my, my extra credit one was a non-holiday rom-com. Me too. But, um, yeah, I ended up not watching Philadelphia Story. What was your oh, extra didn't. credit one, Susan? Oh, oh Fool's Russian. Yeah, I didn't but that. then I looked back and um, yeah, I had watched it in April. So mm-hmm. I think I think we had something happening in April that um yeah, of course it's not on the is it on the spreadsheet? Yeah. No. No, we started the spreadsheet after that. <laughs> yeah. Then we were uh I think for a while we were just doing random stuff. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, or it may have been one that that I watched on my own. Mm-hmm. It, um, but I think we talked about it on the podcast because I remember getting the title wrong. Oh, okay. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, but I, yeah, I watched lots of movies and stuff this week. So, so what all did you watch? Well, here, I'll just list them. Pull up your sheet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, you know, including some of our homework here, um, a twist of Christmas, Operation Christmas Drop, which was homework, The Nest, Happiest Season, Stranger Than Fiction, uh, If Anything Happens, I Love You, On the Rocks, Otto Lenghi and the Cakes of Versailles, Run, Fools Rush In, Home for the Holidays, and I just just now finished the Lego Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> How was that? I keep it was I, cute. I, I'd forgotten about it, and yeah, I I need to write that down because I want to watch that with my son. Yeah. Though he might be done with the holiday movies because he asked to watch Die Hard last night. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, there's you know, there's something in it for everybody. So yeah. it's, it's really cute. What was that on Susan? Disney plus. Okay. Oh yeah. I don't have that. Okay. Okay. You can watch well, it with dad. Then. Aren't you or... going to have it later next month? Oh, that's right. Why? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, that's right. When it's all done. Be mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a really good episode of Mandalorian this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. We learned a lot of those. The the short film, um, If Anything Happens, I Love You, that was really, you know, the the odd man out this week mm. because all the rest are like uh well, except for the cakes of Versailles, that one was a documentary, but it was it was nice and fun and all of that. But um that one, the short film is about um a family that loses a child to um, a school shooting. So, you know, I mean, it's not all, you know, happy rom-com holiday fun. Mm -hmm. Not at all. 
No. So it'll make you cry in a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I, like the like you guys also, I started watching The Flight Attendant yep. on uh, HBO Max. And I, I have my theories. I have my theories. Are we going to talk about yet. those? or? Sure. <laughs> you guys have both watched like the first three episodes. Yes. So. Okay. So, Rosie Perez. <laughs> She's great in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm suspecting her involvement. Yeah. Or maybe in... in something else but well definitely in something else also but Mm -hmm. maybe in this too so Mm -hmm. i'm thinking she's too obvious yeah yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's early and yeah she's too obvious Mm -hmm. yeah okay that's possible so but you know what i'd like to see now is something with kaylee cuoco and um christina applegate as like mother and daughter (laughs) <laughs> oh, how funny. That would be good. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It's given me, um, you guys have seen The Man with One Red Shoe, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gives me that ago. kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, but I don't know where they're going with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to yell at her, like, <laughs> oh my God, no, you can't. You can't do this. Right. You know, like, and she was cleaning up the murder scene. Like, me and Kelly kind of <sighs> talked about this a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. Usually when that something like that happens, you're yelling at the TV. Yeah, don't do that. That's going to get you in trouble. Exactly. But she called her lawyer friend and she kind of reasoned out why that was kind of a good idea for her right at that point. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, wait a minute. What about the Amanda Knox girl? What? Ha- where was right. she? <laughs> and then her friend told her, yeah, don't get caught uh, in Bangkok for anything. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can't have her stuff there. She's the flight attendant. Like they have to be in the air. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I saw this interview, I guess it was Friday with Rosie Perez, and she was talking about getting involved with a project. Uh, she initially said no, oh, <laughs> really? uh, because she's like, I hate traveling. I hate flying. And Kaylee was like, you know, you don't really have to fly. <laughs> We're just filming it. Um, but like she charmed her way in getting, to, getting Rosie to, um, you know, come aboard. And like Rosie is just completely excited about the role. So I can't wait to see mm-hmm. like what else she's going to be doing in that. Like That's I like great. the whole espionage aspect of it, yeah. and I forgot who who was playing Miranda. I figured that that actress is awesome. She's been in so many things. Is this Miranda. where? What did? No. Well, let me look it up real quick then. The, the one uh, no, they were doing the face off at the end of uh, the third episode. Is that Miranda? Oh no. yeah, yeah, Miranda. Yeah, okay. Miranda Cardi. Forgotten names. And you know, I have a. I also have a theory about the. Um, the lawyer's boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Her, her name He's is Michelle what? Gomez. Yes. Love her. Okay. What'd you say, Susan? The, the lawyer's boyfriend. Yeah. I, I predict a sad ending. Yeah. Oh, but as long as she's okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want anything to happen to him either though. I, I think he'll be collateral damage. Oh, I know. But I do like him. I think he's yeah. he's good for for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No labels. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, what else did you watch, Court? 
Um, I watched, I finally watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. So that was completely kind of sis, kind of appropriate. And it had romance in there. Oh my God. Okay. Like ghostly things going on. So did like, it have possession stuff in it? Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it had a lot of that going on in some like ill-fated romances, uh, but I couldn't oh. turn it off. So th- it, it wasn't as good as the first story because you know it was an anthology. Like they told uh, a different story with the first one with Hill House, and this one was a completely different story with the same actor. So I, I love that. Like that was pretty cool. Um, but I, I enjoyed it overall. Um, I watched a couple of the Christmas movies as well. Um, Christmas Unwrapped over on Lifetime. Um, like that was pretty enjoyable. Um, there was this other one. What was it? Delivered by Christmas. Like that was really cute. Um, what else? Oh, I watched I watched The Stand to get ready for. Um, <laughs> to get oh, ready because the new one is coming December 17th. And yeah. I purchased oh, this okay. one for like five bucks several months ago. And we pretty we probably should have covered it for pandemic week or something because it, it uh, talked a lot about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, let's oh. do the new one for, oh, you know, because yeah. I'm waiting for the new one, too. What does it come out on? The uh, CBS All Access. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I have it now with yes. the Showtime CBS bundle uh, through Apple TV yeah. Plus. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be good. It has our boy in there, Ace Cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, yeah. Just, he, he's the bad guy this time though so oh, oh nice um and i did check out happiest season yeah despite mm-hmm. the controversy i wanted to see for myself mm-hmm. yeah. um it, it wasn't the best movie ever but i found it very interesting mm-hmm. um it, they her family was definitely toxic and she was toxic too mm-hmm. i, I would have been totally okay with a different ending yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, there were some cringy moments in there with her and her family. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, that's uh, one of the reasons why I watched Home for the Holidays, you know, because that was suggested as um, a movie that handled uh, that situation a little better. And they absolutely mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, we have time for more Christmas movies. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're going to run out of them. They make new ones every goddamn year. Okay. <laughs> Christmas are making them now <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I did watch that one too, like you said, in spite of the controversy. And uh, um, I mean, I thought everyone was good in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know the fine ending and i mean family wise but um yeah could have been a different ending for kristen stewart i liked stan levy in it i liked audrey plaza i mean aubrey plaza's character um but uh yeah talk about toxic yeah. And that one scene at the family party. Yes. Um, oh. oh my God. Yeah. And when Mackenzie Davis's character had the chance to come clean. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Like that's so when I was completely done. I was done for Kristen Stewart's character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because I was initially, I was watching him. I was like, "It's not so bad. It's not so bad." And I'm trying to not judge it from being like a like being like ugh, like heteronormative. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get the labels right. Um, like I'm trying to be in like that mindset. Like this, this might not be for you, so you don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then the moment came, I was like, oh. Exactly. And I think, you know, her, her character being a journalist. Yeah. I don't, you know, it, it doesn't go with, you know, being closeted, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, I could see... Especially like today. I mean, I I could see those staying in the closet, but when you're outed, how then could you deny it that blatantly as an adult? Yeah. You know, just come right out and lie. And like you said, as a journalist, Mm -hmm. where I thought truth mattered, unless you work for Fox News. Yeah. yeah, maybe she does. Who knows? Maybe yeah. that's the kind of publication that she was working for. True. Yeah, they seemed no. Republican, didn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> the parents, anyway. And, yeah, you know, not a little I mean, <laughs> with, you know, one sister is a sci-fi writer, the other one uh, very, still very Republican, but, you know, seeming Republican seeming, I guess, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, but married to a black man and have, has black children. So you'd think that the family would be a little more open-minded. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe they would have been had she given them more of a chance mm-hmm. as we saw it would eventually happened. But she never got the ball rolling. Like my yeah. moment to have told my fiance what the real deal was would have been before I asked her to go. Or yeah. like after I asked her to go, they don't know about you. Right. Yeah. Not in the car on the way there. Yeah. 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 Not only do they not know about you, they don't know about me. Right. Yeah. Right. And like mm-hmm. her re- initial reaction was appropriate. Let me out of the car. I'm yeah. not going. What yeah. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I did like what Dan Levy said, though. Um, I'm just calling mm-hmm. by the actor's name. Yeah. Um, like when they had the conversation after the party was over, he was like, yeah. "Honestly, it's not about you; it's about her." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I thought that was a good chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you can't be with this person until she figures her shit out. So mm-hmm. some distance would have been cool too. It would have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, show them six months later, you know, coming back together to talk mm-hmm. or something, yep. you know, true. So, but you know, another, uh, another thing I watched, that <laughs> was like a little mini series kind of thing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called over Christmas and it was German mm. and it, it had a situation like that also and handled it a lot better. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I recommend that. <laughs> also. Well, I watched the, I guess I'll do like you, Susan, and I guess we're going to go back in and discuss the official homework things, but yes. the assigned, my assignment, Stranger Than Fiction, Court's Operation Christmas Drop. Um, my Christmas rom-coms were uh, my choices, Midnight at the Magnolia, um, to this uh, man and woman, young. I, you know, I say, I don't know, when they're like 25, you know, 20, 25 years younger than I am. So just my daughter's ages, mm-hmm. <laughs> a tiny bit older. I'm like, what? You know, kids. But anyway, um, have known each other since 
forever since they were kids and they are co-hosts of this radio show and they um, are dating other people. Their, their dads co-own a, a jazz club and mm. they get together every uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas day or something like that. Oh, the day after Christmas for a meal and their significant others are pissed off that they're not being taken to meet the families. And so they break mm. up with them the the girlfriend and boyfriend break up with these two and um they're going to be picked up by some nationwide uh radio company but they want them to bring their boyfriend's girlfriends to the new year's eve thing so they pretend that they're together they've really always been in love of course and they get together in the end <laughs> predictable but it was cute yeah, that's the formula <laughs> of course so i already mentioned i watched happiest season I watched Holidate. Oh, I yeah. thought it was cute. Um, very silly. Emma Roberts, Kristen Chenoweth, Francis Fisher, and the dude's name is Luke Bracey. I had no idea who it was, but I thought he was cute in it. Um, yeah, I liked it. I mean, totally silly. Of course, again, you knew they were going to get together in the end. Spoiler! Um <laughs> But, you know, you watch them go through this whole year of being each other's dates to these different, you know, like for every quote holiday, starting New Year's Eve, then Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> they they miss Chinese New Year. That's like the only thing yeah. they missed. <laughs> Easter. Um yeah, just everything throughout the year. Uh oh, someone's wedding. Um Kristen Chenoweth was great. She's the one who gave them the idea of being, you know, having a holiday. Mm -hmm. um, then I had been watching week to week HBO's industry. Mm -hmm. um, this like freshman class of people, young, again, young people working at this investment bank. Mm -hmm. And then HBO Max released the rest of them. Oh. Uh, on their platform. Yeah. Even though HBO is going to continue releasing them week oh. to week through the end of December. Yeah. So I binged. Yeah. Um, so I liked that. And it has, I forget the actor's name, but he was in Lost. The, um, um, I, yeah, I don't even remember. You forgot a Lost actor's name? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember who he played in Lost? No, but I can look it up real quick. Uh oh, da, okay. da, da, da. oh, it would probably take too long, won't it? Because there are so many people. But um, he is like uh, a main character's boss, and uh, oh, it would probably be easier. Oh, Ken Leung. Oh, okay. he played Miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's really good in this. Um, I watched something, a Max original super intelligence. Oh, it yeah. was, yeah, it was silly, but cute. Melissa McCarthy, uh -huh. James Corden and Bobby Cannavale. Um, James Corden is the voice of this AI super intelligence thing. Oh, uh, Octavia Spencer does the voice briefly. Cool. So that was cute because it can be any voice at once. Mm -hmm. Um, I did watch the Sarah Cooper thing, Susan. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I liked that. 
And so you see, most of what I watched this week were comedies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Balanced by industry and then balanced by uh, Netflix movie, The Devil All the Time, which came out earlier in the year. Yeah, with Bill Skarsgård and Tom Holland and Jason Clark. And um, I really liked that. I mean, y'all know how my memory is about things. Like, Mm -hmm. I watch it, and then the next day I'm like, what? I don't even remember the name of it, much less what it's about. If I were keeping track on Susan's spreadsheet, I just wouldn't remember literally what I watched, you know, two days ago. And this, I watched like six days ago and i'm still thinking about it like Mm. i i remember it yeah so i highly recommend it it is a big well downer it's not like it makes you sad it's just it's kind of sad oh and harry melling he played uh dudley dursley in um uh harry potter and robert pattinson um i mean Everyone else knows him from other things, but he was Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter. Everyone else knows him from Twilight. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Um, no? Yeah. Um, so, it, like, I could tell y'all what it's about. Like, everyone's different stories. But I'm not going to because I want people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's very complex anyway, so. Yes. I dare you to try this. Well, yeah, I, I just no. don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Because I want people to watch it there. Yeah. It takes place over um, what, like 12, 15 years and actually jumps from one war. Then mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. Um, you follow several people's arcs and you jump back to someone else's or another couple's it it's essentially saying there's a lot of evil in the world i mean you could sort of tell from the title yeah yeah so that it's a that's why i was saying downer but it's not downer because downer usually means it leaves you feeling sad this didn't leave you feeling sad this leaves you feeling like ugh. but really really good i i wonder if it was slated for theaters, in other words, could it be considered for any Oscars? Yeah. I hope so. Definitely. Cool. Don't they have a lot of workarounds happening this year? Yes. But I thought one of the rules was that a film could go straight to uh, streaming as long as it was originally supposed to go to a theater for at least, you know, the original like New York or LA for a week. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, this one definitely, yeah, was planned. Yeah. Or yeah. festival to be in or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, yeah. If I'm still thinking about it days later, then yeah. I cool. really liked it. Cool. Everyone was yeah. I, th- I think you're going to also need to watch The Nest because you might have the same feeling about that it was it was really good and you'll be thinking about that for days also (laughs) nice yeah and you said carrie coon is in it so yeah Yeah. so they're you know it's automatic yeah (laughs) 
And, and she just, you know, there's a, there's some of Nora in, in this character, but you know, Mm. but this, the character she plays is, is just also completely separate. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know, with us having watched the leftovers for mm-hmm. so many times, it's hard to not compare. <laughs> of course. Speaking of leftovers, we haven't even mentioned Thanksgiving. That's right. I still have Joel. some veggies in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. I I have part of a, you know, vegan field roast leftover, but I'm out of gravy. So it's mm. pointless to eat any more of the field roast. <laughs> And I'm out well, you of make mushrooms. more gravy. No, I'm out of mushrooms. <laughs> and who okay. wants to go back to the store right now? No. I mean, maybe my corner market, and I do have one. It's like a specialty market that's like mm-hmm. four blocks away in mm-hmm. my residential neighborhood. Of course, my neighborhood is like brownstone type houses. But this, you know, being the weekend after Thanksgiving, it would definitely be much less crowded. I There'll don't be like want to one go other for- person shopping in there. Yeah, but for one item? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. If my neighborhood market has some, then okay. Okay. They do carry produce. I just don't know if they carry shrimps. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty common one. Okay. All right. Tell them, tell them I said that they would have. (laughs) They'll order some for me if they don't. But by the time they get in, the field roast will probably not be so good anymore. All right. So you might as well go to the other grocery store. Right. Might as well eat it dry. (laughs) Or figure out something else. Like look in your cabinet. You got something Mm -hmm. in there, Kelly. I know. I could make a non-mushroom gravy. Yeah. not, Not the same. True. I don't even have any red wine to make a red wine reduction. Oh. I've got an open bottle of champagne. You know, <laughs> this is this is a, a silly tangent right here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in 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 part in in part of cleaning the kitchen, you know, I found this this like generic looking bottle called cooking wine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even know how long this has been here. And if it's just labeled cooking wine, it's probably not very good anyway. (laughs) No, it's not sipping wine. I should just pour it out and recycle the bottle. I think you could have made gravy with it. Yeah. (laughs) You could have made a red wine reduction. (laughs) Throw a few mushrooms or shallots in there or something or saute some onions first yeah Yeah. or or yeah i would have tasted a tiny bit to make sure it wasn't vinegar yeah because a vinegar reduction would not or that would have been good for something else but not for a saucy sauce yeah but next time i haven't thrown it away yet oh okay good then taste it to make sure it's not vinegar taste it first okay yeah you're just not gonna pour it and drink it unless you're a lush and desperate. <laughs> no, no. So, okay. Yeah. And do that either make a gravy, like Kelly said, or you're going to with salad dressing. Oh, true. A salad dressing. Deglaze a pan. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's really what it's good for, too. Though I prefer vermouth for that. Vermouth. I think makes uh, deglazing and and sauces taste better. It smells better, um, t- 
tastes better. That's my personal opinion. Dry vermouth, not sweet. That's key. So since since we're talking about all this, um, tell me what was your, your, your favorite dish on your Thanksgiving table? Cornbread dressing, homemade, my mom's recipe. Okay. It's easy. Or- um, usually it is the dressing or my sweet potatoes, but this year, because you talked about brining last weekend, I was like, let me try that. And I told you, I went to that farmer's market that I probably shouldn't have gone to because it was so crowded, unbelievably. Um, but I picked up like the, br- the brining package with their herbs and everything. And it turned out so good. Um, and all I had was my little, uh, turkey breasts and we ended up stuffing that as much as we could. And it was so flavorful. And I'm not even a fan of turkey like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, I think mine was my little mixture, my last minute mixture of, uh, of veggies. Ooh, yeah. Veggies. And, you know, I did make those um, deviled potatoes, you know, instead mm-hmm. of deviled eggs. And mm-hmm. those turned out pretty well. Cool. And... So I think that I'll make those again sometime as a, as an appetizer. Nice. Now you sent or, the recipe, right? Yeah, yeah, I did send you guys the recipe. Yeah. Okay. But I did it a little differently though. <laughs> so I'm like, this was another, it's like, okay, what do I have in the fridge that would work for this? And mm-hmm. there, I had <laughs> some uh, vegan sour cream mm-hmm. that I used mm-hmm. to kind of mix everything together. And that, that, probably like change the consistency you're not supposed to follow recipes exactly unless it's baking it's right so it was like a suggestion right (laughs) and you know and there are certain things i don't like that are like staples in recipes and so i have to find you know workarounds for those too yeah yeah recipes are just ideas okay yeah Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things that, that mom would always, she would always have a fit about because when I did that, it worked out for me, but it never worked out for her, mm. <laughs> her modifications. She's like, oh, this tastes terrible. My oh. modifications were like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, remember I told you guys about my pie? I made three of them. I made two regular sweet potato pies, and then I made the one I told you guys about, the where I put the pecans on top. Oh yeah, I got uh-huh. yelled at for oh, you, the third oh, no. pie. I'm like, I made two other pies for y'all. I got yelled <laughs> at for ruining, ruining the third one. Oh goodness, yeah, ruining. Yeah, really? they didn't. I was like, just pick them off, and like, no. Oh my lord, was it like crossing the streams? Is that the problem? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> They don't like it when I try different things. So, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, some some Thanksgivings you've got to be traditional. You've got to do mm-hmm. like like you said, Kelly, your mother's recipe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's perfect. Now we don't mm-hmm. measure anything. Mm-hmm. It's just the ingredients mm-hmm. are the same. Okay. Yeah, but there's no measuring. It's eyeballing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's winging it. It's it's just the same ingredients. And yeah. that used to drive me crazy because my grandmother used to do the same thing. Like we all learned how to cook from her. Mm-hmm. And so like, she's gone now. I can't call her anymore and say, hey, wait a minute, how, how many again? Wait a mm-hmm. what do you think again? So it just became a testing and trying. Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah. That kind of bugged my kids too, that 
I would, you know, all of my quote recipes, I just wing and eyeball and they're like, well, approximately how much? Like, right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you then cook I like just, I do. <laughs> yeah. I would just make something up. Like then the next time I would cook it, I would try to measure and see how it turned out just for them so I could write it down. Mm-hmm. And then they got to where uh, they would just do trial and error using my ingredients and um, come up with their own version, essentially. So I'm glad okay. they did that. Now, Court, how did your uh, bourbon cranberry sauce turn out? Um, it turned out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, whenever I've been adding it to, like, my dishes, I just put a little bit of extra honey on top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> it was too tart. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I had to add a lot of sugar to my cranberry sauce this year too. And I even did orange juice in there like normal. Yeah. And um, so like I tasted after it, you know, got to be saucy after the cranberries boiled down. It's like, oh, mm, pucker. Yeah. (laughs) So more sugar, more puckering. It's like, oh my God, this is like a cup of sugar. I'm teasing. You know, I would just add spoons of it and totally underestimated how much sugar it needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I still have some of that left over. So I guess I could do that with a field roast, but no, it just, no. Yeah. 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 That's the the one thing I made too much of was my, my cranberry uh, chutney. <laughs> well, what else do you do with the bag of cranberries? I know. Yeah. I wish that they came in half size bags yes. for, for like solo people. Or, I mean, even like, you know, a bunch of people who is going to take like a half a cup of cranberry sauce. <laughs> you yeah. want like one tablespoonful. That's all you need. Yep. You put a smear of it mm-hmm. on your whole serving of turkey. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a full on, full fledged bite, so you don't need a whole bag of cranberries to boil down to some sauce. Right. Yeah. <sighs> so, I guess now, next time I'm at the at Whole Foods, I'll have to see if they have some uh, some cooked turkey in the deli <laughs> area, so I can eat the rest of my cranberry. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I should have looked up like fresh cranberry recipes so that mm-hmm. I had used only half the bag to turn into sauce. Yeah. Well, this is a time of the year where they usually have the muffins. I like the orange cranberry ones. Like I'm thinking about trying to bake those. Mm. Uh, perfect. I don't, well, I mean, I love cranberry juice, mm-hmm. but like, I don't like dried cranberries, I don't, <laughs> but I don't like fruit in my, in, in stuff. I mean, I love banana bread, <laughs> but I don't like raisins in things except in raisin bran. I like just handfuls of raisins. I'll eat blueberry muffins and other word and otherwise, no. Um, I love raspberries. I'll eat raspberries like on a tart. I hate cherries. Apple pie is okay. Um, yeah, just leave fruit out of my desserts and things. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I like fruit or dessert. Yeah. 
But raspberries are okay and stuff. I love raspberries. I think those are my favorites. A non-Thanksgiving sec- uh, uh, tangent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how cranberries would work in the ice cream. You know that I usually Ew. make hmm. the frozen banana ice cream thing. I, I, yeah, yeah, I think that's maybe two different. Yeah, we could try. Air. I don't know that I. Let want me to. look that up. Let's yeah. let's just see. <laughs> um, cranberry banana. Some... Oh, there's cranberry banana bread. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, that sounds bread. good. Yeah. Because, because that's like a big muffin, right? right? Food 52. Two ingredient cranberry nice cream. Yeah. Yep. Cranberry banana, quote unquote, ice cream. Okay. Um, They make it look nice. More like a uh, sorbet. Uh, this frozen, oh, come on, go away, pop up, is guilt free and easy to make, exclamation point. Recipe loosely adapted from the book Healing Foods. Hmm. Super fine sugar or honey, one fresh vanilla bean, tiny pinch of salt, roasted walnuts. Salt? What? Well, oh, two ripe bananas, two cups fresh whole cranberries. That's a lot of cranberry. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, freeze no the bananas. Sugar. <laughs> freeze the cranberries. Then let them sit for half an hour and process really? them. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's different from the way I do mine. Oh, and then okay. freeze the ground, the blended ice cream for a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the nice cream. Yeah, it is. It's very simple. Yeah. With just the frozen. Did bananas. I lose y'all? No, still here. Can you hear me, Kelly? Maybe she did. Okay, so shall we? Jump into our homework movies. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll we'll start with with the Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> the less rom, less calm rom com, <laughs> and totally non Christmas one. But it was fun. Yeah, I love it. I mean, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When we decided on rom-coms, this popped into my head immediately. I hadn't seen it in years. Um, Will Ferrell, Dustin Hoffman, Emma Thompson, Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I just, uh, like my favorite scene, do y'all know which scene it is? If you remember it at this point since it's been days. It is, (laughs) well, actually two scenes. It, well, it's actually, that's one long scene. When he shows up and gives her the flowers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So cute. Uh-huh. And then in her apartment when he plays the guitar for her. Yeah. Just love that. So cute. And um, I just think the whole um, premise of it, the whole idea is so clever mm-hmm. that you know, he's hearing this narration of his life and it ends up being real that mm-hmm. Emma, Oh, Queen Latifah. That's right. That Emma Thompson, the writer is in control and yet not he's well, how much free will does he have? There are times that, he 
and I, I didn't write down when, but there, there are times that he's doing something that to me seemed like free will. And then the narration comes in and she clearly doesn't know that he's meeting with Dustin Hoffman, the literature professor, Mm -hmm. but she's narrating at some point around one of his meetings with him. So I thought that was interesting. So how much control does she have? Well, she's going to kill him off. So there's that control. Mm-hmm. And he stops counting his, uh, you know, brush strokes and he's brushing his teeth. Does she comment on that? Or is she controlling that? It's, I, I love musing about all of that. Again, none of that is raw or calm. It's philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> had y'all seen it before? I think one of you said you had. Yeah, I, I had seen it before. Uh, it had been many, many years. But I also, I have a client who loves this movie, just like you do. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, she's talked about it a couple of times um, recently. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, so yeah, I was glad to uh, um, have seen it again. And I, I sent her a text message when I was watching it. And so oh. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen it before. Uh, I got a kick out of it because of his line of work. Um, <laughs> ah. I was like, that's not how you do that. I like, I, I had so much fun watching this movie and like two of my favorite moments were you're saying, Kelly, um, like when he showed it with a flower, like he just completely won me over. And like in that moment, I was like, love him forever. Um, I had no idea how this movie would end because, you know, she was supposed to kill him. She could still end up killing him. Um, I, I was very happy with how like things turned out, though. Yeah. Um, like he got a happy ending. I love the idea of a writer having an idea of where they're going with the story. Cause it's, it's how it goes. Like you have an idea where you go with your story, but your protagonist, your character has like, it's supposed to grow and do its own thing. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was, well, I told you initially when I started watching it and I saw her standing on the building, smoking a cigarette, I was like, it's the leftovers. What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, she's writing the story. Okay. And like the realization that they both still occupied the same world. Like that, that's another, that was another interesting element. And then when he showed up, he called her and showed up on her doorstep. Mm. I was like, what? You're breaking all these walls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved it. Yeah. Thank you introducing me to this movie that's just been out forever yeah yeah and i love that she and dustin hoffman then meet at the end too you Mm -hmm. know that dream come true for him yeah and uh yeah it's like all all these different worlds colliding i just thought it was great i wish it had done better when it came out it i think was a complete failure no that sucks yeah ratings it it may have been like a little too much for people to grasp, maybe yeah. just the general uh, theater going audience or something. Yeah, you know? especially seeing Will Ferrell in a role like that. Yeah, you know, they wanted to see him doing 
like real comedy. And yeah, this right. was a combo. It wasn't really drama. It wasn't ha ha comedy. So I think people didn't know what to make of it. Like yeah. Like, was this maybe one of his first, like less comedic, more dramatic roles? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, since it wasn't, um, guff, you know, guffaw, laugh out loud, funny, then, you know, it, it wasn't an SNL type funny. Yeah. Well, no cowbell. <laughs> so it was after Elf, but the same year as Talladega Nights. Okay. Mm. <laughs> what a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after Elf, that'd be tough. Oh, yeah. After Elf and Anchorman. Um, like, but it just gave gave him a chance to show he was more versatile. Yeah. I wish they'd give him more of a chance. Like, he showed that he could do this. I don't remember what else, but he hasn't he been in other things that aren't, you know, thigh-slapping comedies? Mm, I don't know, Kelly. No? Okay. Well, I guess after this, since it didn't do well at the box office, they're not going to give him another chance. Well, I mean, he was in uh, Downhill. But that's, oh, that's like right. a 2020 yeah. movie. Yeah. And that was also kind of, I know that one didn't do well. And maybe because it, of when it came out for one. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So 2020 has been all downhill since that movie came out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Now we're going to blame Wolf. <laughs> good one. Good one. It's too obvious that it's not good at all. all right. Uh yeah, but that movie Downhill, the original one that, that we saw a couple years ago is better. Anyway. Um, <laughs> was it Norwegian? I still haven't seen it, but yeah, it's got Tormund. I know that's not yes. his name. I always forget the actor's name. Right, right. And and he, he shows up in that one too, in the remake. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking through his credits here. And yeah, I don't know. I guess he normally does silly funny, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So those those two movies just haven't done real well. Oh. <laughs> that are not. Um... And it's not his fault. I think it's you know mm-hmm. what people expect of him and want from him. Yeah. Maybe maybe it needs to be like more dramatic, like you know, because when. Um, like Adam Sandler and, mm-hmm. you know, and other comedians when they've and done, Harry. right. When they, when they've done like truly just total drama, mm-hmm. you know, they've done really well with it. Yeah. And, Cause like, didn't Jamie start off on a uh, living color? Oh yeah. Jamie Jamie Fox. Fox. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess people just have to be willing to give them a chance. Yeah. Right. Right. I feel like um, also the same thing happened. Um, who was it? Tina? Somebody from SNL. She she wrote something. Boss, Lady yeah. Boss. Oh yeah. Like she was she she, she was, was in a serious role, and people were like, "Nah, Tina Fey." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Give her a chance." Mm-hmm. We'll learn. Well, and, <laughs> and Tom Hanks remember started out doing oh, yeah. what was that called bosom, bosom buddies, buddies. yeah <laughs> well not really yay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, 
buddies. Not <laughs> something they could do today, but you know, I was gonna say it's probably wrong today. <laughs> but that, it that's was like wrong a, then. <laughs> night. Uh, right. And what was that movie from the fifties? I'm like it hot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I like I watched that movie um in one of my seminars with one of my favorite professors. Um he it was a cross dressing class. And we talked about Shakespeare. Cross dressing class. Yeah. Well, yeah, like cross dressing and film and, and um like oh, literature. Okay. Yeah. Like Shakespeare yeah. and yeah. Playing different roles. Yeah, but cool. well, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. It could be an interesting class. My um uh my extra credit movie. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, a, a traditional rom com uh Fool's Rush In. Yes. From what, nineteen ninety seven? Wow. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, you get to see a very young um uh, Salma Hayek and Matthew Perry mm-hmm. and they make a cute couple yeah. <laughs> and they don't have a podcast but they have a they have a little chihuahua <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you know I mean it's your it's your formulaic rom-com and for some reason I you know I just I like that one I don't know yeah it's been a favorite for a long time. I hadn't seen it in years um, before now. Mm-hmm. It kind of, it still holds up. Yeah. She's yeah. currently in something called the Hummingbird Project. Oh. I watched some of it. It's also with Jesse Eisenberg and uh, forget who else. It's like they're competing. He, they left her company. She's the CEO. Oh, Ace Guys? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Oh, yes. And Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like half bald in it. Hmm. Yeah. I just didn't finish it. I was dozing. Um, So it wasn't totally keeping my attention. Um, She looks great with like silver hair, but with dark roots that are grown out, which is opposite of what it's supposed to be, Uh you know? Um, But yeah, it's very cool. And wasn't she in that, that movie? I I, see, here I go. I'm asking you guys a question that I could look up Um, (laughs) from earlier this year with Tiffany Haddish. Yes. (laughs) Okay. That I still haven't seen yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for it to hit one of the channels. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she. Pl- I think she plays the villain who mm-hmm. wants to steal their their company. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, the makeup company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I never saw that. I'm surprised it's it's cool. I got rid of most of my. Let's see if it's on there. You said you haven't seen it yet, Susan. No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was also waiting for it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it should have shown up by now, but then since that was pre pandemic, mm-hmm. then yeah, they may have like a different, they have a different deal, different contract, you know, that takes longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I know it's streaming somewhere, but I'm like, but where is it on HBO? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's well, on epics. Epics. Oh. No wonder. Yeah, that's weird. Who watches? I mean, who has epics? I usually get it when it's ninety nine cents. Like I got oh. it for that War of the Worlds uh, series. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Apple TV Plus had it that for free for a week or two, so that's oh. why they didn't have Epics free, but they had that series free for briefly. I think it was like a it wasn't a trial for Epics. I think it was like a, like you didn't have to sign up, so I think it was like a taste, you know. Ah, uh, like you yeah. might like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Give us money. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. It says Prime, but I'm thinking they mean Prime and then Epics. Mm, yeah like i don't like that they trick us that way right yeah Yeah. Mm. anyway so okay were there (laughs) were there any other like traditional rom-coms on our list was the philadelphia story well that wasn't really christmas that was just like straight up romance well uh, okay romance like uh, like the things I really loved about this movie, uh, again, Catherine Hepper and Cary Grant, it was good to see them uh, match wits again, but then also adding um, Jane Stewart, Jimmy Stewart's character in. Um, like it was just a fun ride. Have you guys ever seen it before? No. It's been years, so I really don't remember. All right. So premise, uh, they're both high society, but um, like she's more... Uh, tightly wound up and bound by rules and they mm-hmm. were married and uh, they got a divorce and at the very beginning of the movie you saw them breaking it up like literally I guess she was kicking him out of the house and she broke his uh his clubs or whatever and then years later uh it's uh, a new wedding happening and it's her wedding to some other dude and he gets blackmailed into letting Jimmy Stewart's character and his photographer like kind of crash the wedding uh, just to take pictures and get some kind of a like saucy story on her dad, some scandalous story on her dad. Uh, but it, yeah, you got you got to eventually see it yourself. Okay, like, it's just like it makes uh, it just makes me swoon every time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything else that we watched this week were like holiday themed. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we'll start with yours, Court uh, Operation Christmas Drop. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'll I'll let you also tell the the thing that I texted you. Oh, I I, I tricked you, and I I didn't realize I tricked you until I remembered at the end of the movie. I was like, that's that's not a real biopic. Is it biopic? <laughs> but it's you know based on a true story. So. Oh, that's yeah. right. But, but not for me. <laughs> like you the, tricked the fact- me. The fact that there isn't a real deal Operation Christmas Drop, yes. That's a real deal um, thing that actually happened. So uh, this is on Netflix, Operation Christmas Drop. We have our awesome, awesome actress, Kat Graham. Um, like, she's been an actress I've, I've followed for years. Um, love her work. And, like, it's good to see her in more things, even though it's, uh, like, Netflix movies. But that's what a lot of people are in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, Alexander Ludwig, uh, like I said, he was in Vikings. Uh, he played one of uh, one of the sons. He was, like, a main character for the longest time. So mm-hmm. uh, she's a con- congressional aide, and uh, basically she gets sent to uh, figure out, like, how they're getting the money 
to kind of make the Operation Christmas Drop uh, function. Um, like her boss is a uh, is a congresswoman who wants to make sure the monies aren't being used for, you know, for, for, for the government for this frivolous, frivolous thing, even though what they're doing is helping to sustain like people that live on the different islands um, near the base. And um, like she gets there and she helps them kind of streamline things and um, she finds out that they're not using any money from the government. And uh, of course they fall in love. Um, but also he kind of gives her the strength to stand up for herself with her boss. And her boss is played by, um, what is it, Madison? Virginia yeah, Madison. Virgi yeah, Virginia Madison. <laughs> and I have loved her um, since- Basically an offshoot of designated survivor. Yes, yes. Totally. <laughs> uh, so she's in this, and um, we had a Battlestar Galactica alumnus who's in that as well, uh, Aaron Douglas, and also some dude from from Van Helsing, Trezo. He was in it too. Oh, that was his face. Um, but like, I don't details. It's like boy meets girl. They kind of flirt. Uh, she's resistant, and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> but what I like. What I liked about this one, though, is that, um, I mean, you knew, of course, because it's that type of movie, that they're going to get together. Yeah. But the, the vast majority of it was work. Yeah. You know, they were talking business. She was really looking into what was going on. Um, and he was doing his job. They, he was helping people. She finally got into the spirit of helping people. It passed the, you know, quote, Bechdel test. Yeah. That when she was talking, you knew the women's names. When <laughs> the women talked to each other, they weren't talking about a man. They were talking about, or not romantically, they talked about him, but not in, the, in terms of romance. Uh, and they were talking about work. That was the focus of the movie. It was yeah. the Operation Christmas Drop was the focus. And yes, they end up together, but um, the bulk of it, again, they, they were talking about doing their jobs and what was going on with that project. So it, I thought that was interesting. There was actually a little bit of depth there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the romance was just incidental. Yeah. <laughs> The romance is what got people to watch the movie. Yes. Um, and I love that it's so different. Uh, for years, uh, I enjoyed watching the Hallmark ones because, yes, they're cookie cutter and, like, they're ooey-gooey. But like, they got to be a chore at one point in time because I felt like I was just watching the same movie over and over again. And, yes, we're still doing that sort of. But it feels like the characters have a little extra something going for them like with some of the neuro movies um like the ones i actually watched this weekend like i, I felt like it was completely different from anything i'd seen before yes it was just still the standard romance but i felt like they were different characters and i feel like um well most of them were um like had black leads in it so mm -hmm. um and like that's not something i'd seen on hallmark in previous years previous years if there was a black character um they were like a best friend of the main mm -hmm. character right and right. um i feel like hallmark has been getting away from that um and i believe they have a black female ceo now or president um whoever's running the show now since that whole debacle last year um mm -hmm. like they they, they figured they needed, needed to change because i believe they were being boycotted um, because of, uh, it was a same sex couple who was in a commercial for, um, I can't remember what the company was, 
but it was like regarding weddings yeah, for some wedding planning yeah thing, yeah website and, or something yeah and i believe initially they had pulled the commercial because uh, it was uh two men it was a uh, same-sex commercial and i guess it was too much for what hallmark had represented for years and years and years mm-hmm. and um like people kind of fought back against it last year and like there was a backlash so now we get like more diversity which is great to see um mm-hmm. and and all the 200 and thousand movies they come out every year um you get actual different stories from different um viewpoints and i, mm-hmm. I want to see way more of that yeah and i was listening to a podcast this morning okay and <laughs> <laughs> no, really <laughs> it was called um filmmaking friends okay um with ryan little that's the the name of the podcast and his guest was Lars Lindstrom and he had recently um, directed a movie called Dashing into December and that's coming out mid-December and it's a uh, you know one of these holiday romance movies and it features a gay couple nice. and, uh, gay cowboys so broke that be. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Broke back Christmas. Yeah. So definitely gonna be looking for that and we'll we'll probably talk about it on the podcast yeah. whenever it comes out. Yeah. I am down for that. Like and just give us more. Like not, let's not make this a yeah. one time and like I think I, I, we had talked earlier about um uh, the was the happiest season. Mm-hmm. Um like there had been a lot of back and forth on Twitter about if it was good, if it was not good. And someone actually said, just be grateful you got it. Mm. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. But I mean, it also opens the door for, you know, more um, substantial stories, more mm-hmm. realistic stories. And, yeah, <laughs> you know. It not feels so past- toxic stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, it feels past time though, but that reminds me mm-hmm. of, uh, I don't remember who it was, who essentially said that in horror noir about those roles, like in the eighties about, yeah, I was just the black sidekick or the black mm-hmm. friend saying, are you okay? Was that the line? Yeah. You know? And yeah, I was just grateful to have the role. Yeah. And that was 30, 35 years ago. This is 2020. Okay, hashtag 2020. So I guess that makes sense that we should be grateful. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that seems really sad at this late date. I mean, how many years has it been since same-sex marriage has been legal in all 50 states. Wasn't it in 2008 or nine? No, because I had to, I have uh, two man friends who moved to Canada. They got married in DC before it was legal. They got married in DC in 2010 before it was legal in Pennsylvania. Okay. So I think it was that. 2015? Maybe. Wow. That seems really late too. (laughs) 12. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up right now, but yeah, I believe it was after 2010 since they got married in 10, 
in D.C. since they couldn't do it legally here. And then they moved to Canada. Wow. Yeah. We are so slow. Yeah. 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 But so same-sex marriage is legal in all 50 states, but it's still hard to get good LGBTQ romance films. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are more now. Okay. Yeah. No. I don't know if it's hard to get them because HBO certainly has plenty of stories. Just watch industry. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess more quote mainstream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hallmarky. I mean, yeah. Like Hallmark feels like the last vestige, like the last, not the last block. Cause like you said, we've been seeing it plenty. It's been in our daytime soaps. Uh, it's been in our mm-hmm. primetime shows and it's been like on all of our streaming platforms for a, a long time. Okay. Here's the thing. Karen doesn't watch HBO. Now. <laughs> right. Karen, watches, Karen watches Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Right. And Karen now, now we figured it out. Yeah. It's the Karens of yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. Who who have to be yeah switched and, over and the problem well Karen is always going to be a problem yeah like out of the three hundred thousand Christmas movies that we're going to get on Hallmark this year there are going to be how many stories with same sex sex couples one right so mm-hmm. and that's going to cause a freaking uproar. Right. Um, but like, like you said, we're seeing it like more, more um, mainstream, like, like on Hallmark and like me just looking um, on my local library website, like l- looking for books. I'm seeing more covers of um, same sex couples there, too. So, yay. Good. Cool. Also for black authors. Yeah. Because it's been a long, long time where I'm looking at covers and I'm just seeing the same thing. The same mm-hmm. covers, actually. Same models. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Literally, they reuse some of these same models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's opening up, which is great. Mm-hmm. About, so yeah, this week really screwed up my Netflix algorithm. <laughs> I have nice. a ton of recommendations for rom-coms and for Christmas <laughs> movies. Yeah. So about half of those um, feature black leading actors and actresses. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that part of my algorithm is great. Good. So, yeah. The, and, that, uh, and that's great about Netflix that they have right. enough films like that. Yeah. Right. So the Netflix originals and all of that, those are going to be a little more progressive yeah. than the, um, you know, the basic cable ones, the mm-hmm. Hallmark and uh, Lifetime movies. Yeah. And of course, it was cool that, okay, Happiest Season has its problems, but it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, and they have a whole bunch of Christmas movies over there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen one there yet. But the, um, the, Lifetime movie that I watched was um, A Twist of Christmas. And it had a black female lead. And this was a movie from 2018. I saw that one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For, it had a, a black female lead. Is that Ashley from um, Fresh Prince? No. No, I don't think so. 
Um, and dude from Woke, right? No. The, her love interest in the movie was a white guy. Oh, completely different movie. Yeah. Okay, and then her... I love that I can mix that up, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then her, her parents were white and Asian. Okay. And so, I mean, there's just, you know don't figure it out don't try and figure it out just enjoy <laughs> not supposed to ask yeah people could be adopted and yeah. you are not supposed to ask about what's going on yeah right. we have family makeups of all different types and things now yes mm-hmm. exactly exactly mm-hmm. and this was definitely a blended family type of movie also mm-hmm. yeah and divorce and mm-hmm. Three times remarried, and yeah, yeah, we see all of that in these movies because that's real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I guess watching, I watched that. It may have been even on Sunday night <laughs> last week, mm-hmm. and so then that just started my uh, uh, my rom com week. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one short film about the school shooting. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh God. So I yeah, I'm gonna I guess watch a lot more this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well what's our are are we all done with that? Are we ready to get on to our topic for this coming week? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more holiday movies. For, for next week, except they will be non-Christmas holiday because there are a lot of other holidays that are celebrated in December around what? the world. No. <laughs> I know. It's Can Christmas. It's only Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but have well, you heard of... Christmas is white. <laughs> have you heard of Hanukkah? And white. What? Hanukkah. Yeah, that's What's that actually, other thing that, so that we hear about that I guess so. happens around, you know, around the same time. And so then, it's uh, kind of real, real quick story. Mm-hmm. My mom's mom uh, took me to her Southern Baptist church for years. And I got baptized when I was like nine. And so then that day I went back to my, we lived right next door, like on the same, we shared property with my dad's parents. So I went there and uh, told those grandparents and my grandfather looked at me and said, but you're Jewish. And I was like, what? Because we celebrated Christmas Mm -hmm. at their house. And um, that side of the family is Jewish. And they they hit it when those uh when my great grandfather and grandmother came over here from germany they changed their last name and hid that they were jewish and yeah so they never told me until that day and when i had um you know like 23 and me dna testing done later it's like 38% Ashkenazi Jew. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I knew it was Hanukkah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you could just feel it. 
there. We don't celebrate though. We it, it's just so funny. Those grandparents celebrated Christmas to keep hiding it. And yet when that grandfather died, he had um like he wasn't buried within the proper Jewish amount of time and he didn't have anyone sit Shiva for him, but he had a rabbi do his funeral. Okay. Yeah, just so odd. Okay, sorry, tangent. <laughs> hey, people know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so for uh for Hanukkah, we have eight crazy nights. On, and it's on Showtime. Then for uh, Kwanzaa, that's the other uh, post-Christmas kind of a newish holiday that is it starts the day after Christmas and goes for seven days, I think. We're going to have to research all of these. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to research. Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, there's an episode of Everybody Hates Chris, season three, episode 10, Everybody Hates Kwanzaa, and that's on Peacock. This is why we're watching these, so we can do research outside of these episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is going to be homework heavy. And then some uh, some other holidays around the world. There's, you may have heard of Diwali. Isn't there an episode of the office that um where they celebrate diwali and but i've but we we've chosen a movie that was described as the um the a hallmark like film <laughs> a bollywood style uh hallmark film it's called whom sath sath hain and it's on netflix and then there's also around the world, there's Ramadan. You may have heard of that. And we have a three-hour movie. <laughs> so, yes, you're investing some time here. It's called Pinjar, and it is on Amazon Prime. And finally, Festivus for the rest of us. It's <laughs> invented in that Seinfeld episode, season nine, episode 10, the strike. This has become a real thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are people who celebrate Festivus, aren't there? Yeah, they do. They've taken it and, you know, those few little rules that George and his dad, you know, uh, mentioned in the episode. <laughs> it's become a thing now. <laughs> wow. The feats of strength, the aluminum pole, airing of grievances. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll watch another 10, you know, Hallmark rom-coms also. Oh, yeah. There's some other, let me check my calendar. What comes out this week? Okay. On uh, December 3rd, an HBO docu-series, I think it's only four episodes long, called Heaven's Gate. And Mm -hmm. I think the cult it's about the cult i think of the same name um brainwashed uh the members into a mass suicide so do all four episodes come out at once 
I doubt it, but I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Um, I just doubt it because it's HBO. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're usually week to week. Now, HBO Max, clearly with industry, did that a little bit differently, but I'm assuming week to week. On December 4th, Netflix comes out with Mank. That is uh, about, isn't it, the author of Citizen Kane? And it will be up for some Oscars because yeah. it was supposed to come out in theaters and maybe will still come out in some theaters. It features Gary Oldman as Herman Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz? Yeah. Uh, Amanda, how do you pronounce her last name? Seyfried? Seyfried? Uh, yeah, I think it's Seyfried. Okay. Lily Collins, directed by David Fincher. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've got on my calendar for this week. So, yeah, we'll try and watch some quality. <laughs> try and add some quality in there with all the rest of this. And we'll learn about some other holiday traditions. Yeah, sounds good. So, yeah. So until then, everybody, geek on.